Good afternoon and welcome to Around the Table. I'm David Dawson with Jeff Young. Hey, Jeff. Hey, how you doing? And it's another Friday. Ready for the weekend? Oh, absolutely. All right. We got a lot going on? Oh, of course. You know, I mean, this is uh, springtime, right? We've got seafood, uh, yeah. good Louisiana seafood. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking seafood today with a lot of folks, <laughs> right? That's right. We are. Now, um, let's tell everybody who we are and what the heck's going on. Because somebody's uh, tuning in. They just said the Divine Mercy Chaplet, and it's like, who the heck are these guys? That's right. Who are we? Uh, well, I'm Jeff Young, the Catholic foodie, yeah. uh, over at catholicfoodie.com, and uh, we, this is Around the Table. Around the Table, and, and again, it's a food show, but uh, we are coming from a Catholic point of view, right? That's right. And That's right. really, the whole idea of this is let's get folks and families and everything back around the table. Right, because, you know, I mean, life is so busy. We, we've got to. I mean, it's something we have to work at today, you know? Yeah. I mean, back in the day, we didn't have to do that. It was just natural. We just, you know, that's what we did. Mm-hmm. But today, people are so busy, families are so busy, and stretched. I mean, time is just stretched. So we have to actually work at getting around the table. Yeah. And we have to do that because we really experience communion around the table. We're always on the run. I mean, and we're eating to live, Right, like a Wait a minute, did I get that right? We're eating to live, not living to eat. And That's right. uh, come on, we're supposed to celebrate life and enjoy it a little bit, right? And with all the good food we have here, it's, oh it's, it's crazy not to. This is South Louisiana. This is, this is where it's all happening, right? That's right. So we are going to talk seafood today. We are. We right. are. We've got. Uh, we've got. Uh, we, matter of fact, I'm very excited about what we have today. So the uh, the, the folks we have on the show with us today, uh, Neely and Keith Friends. They own uh, a restaurant. They're chefs. They're married. Which is pretty cool. Wait, mate, the last name is what? Friends. Well, oh, you can't get any better than that. Well, it's okay. F-R-E-N-T-Z. Oh, okay. But it, it sounds like Friends. It does. So, hey. I mean, instantly, I like them. Okay, well, they're friendly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, now, who do we have on the phone now? Uh, we have Neely's on the phone. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I think Keith is going to be joining us. I don't know if he's on right now, but... Uh, they they own Lola uh, Restaurant right. in in Covington, okay. and I'm sure they they can tell us more about that. Neil, are you there? Yes, <clears throat> yes, right. I'm here. It's just me right now. Okay. But um, <clears throat> yes, my husband and I we are uh, married chefs, and our restaurant is located in downtown Covington in the old train depot. And it's called what again? Lola Restaurant. Okay. How did they get the name Lola? Um, we were just um, sitting around. <laughs> One day, and we had to come up with a name pretty quickly because uh, our restaurant developed after Hurricane Katrina. So um, we just wanted a name that would stick, and we kept throwing out names, and we kept throwing out Lola. Mm-hmm. I have no idea why or where we came up with it. We just so liked it. It doesn't stand for anything, then. No, it doesn't. Okay. But there it you did, go. but it sure sticks. People <laughs> seem to remember that name. Yeah, that, I, I will. That's oh, for absolutely. Sure. Well, okay, I have a big question. I've been in many restaurant kitchens. Okay, and it's it's. It's high, uh, I don't want to say anxiety, but boy, I mean, you, it's, it's, it's working and it's working hard. How on earth are you guys still married? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, well, we have two kids, right. um, so that has taken me out of the kitchen a little bit, so uh, that gives Keith the opportunity to breathe from his wife. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> but we met in the kitchen at Brennan, so it would be really hard for me to uh, imagine myself not working with Keith. Yeah, well, there you go. Now, another question, the first thing pops in my head. You guys, what do you do on your day off? What do you eat? <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, I mean, you don't, you don't sit down off. around and whip up gourmet foods or anything, right? Oh, God, no. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we 
don't really cook too often in our house, but when we do cook, we're kind of um, cooking at the mercy of our child, Ella. Um, she's actually an incredibly picky eater. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, she's she's going to be five, so we have to cook for a five-year-old, uh, basically. Um, but we, we like to dine out. We're always looking for places um, on the north and south shore, but particularly the south shore. We're big brunch eaters, so the only time we really get to go out uh, is Sunday, and we do a big Sunday brunch every Sunday, basically. Mm, that is awesome. Hey. <laughs> well, you know, some of the things, I mean, I love, I've, I've, of course, I've been to Lola uh, many times, and uh, my family's, uh, my family's, uh, they're fans, you know, we, we come in there quite a bit. Uh, can you give us a taste of what you have on your menu, typically? Um, well, we do lunch Monday through Friday, and we do a fine dining dinner on Fridays and Saturdays. So for lunchtime, uh, we emphasize on quick service. We do everything from soup, sandwich to salads. Yeah. All of our bread, um, soups, everything is made in-house. We're big believers in supporting local farmers. Uh, we just we like to eat fresh food. That's that's what we like. Um, we're yeah. not into the processed food. Fresh local and, stuff. Yeah, every, we, everything local, especially seafood. Seafood is always local. Uh, if it's not in season, we just don't serve it. And then um, for nighttime on the weekends, we kind of wanted to stick with fine dining because that's what we were used to at Brennan. So we do um, white tablecloth. It's not counter service like lunch, and we make our own pasta. We do veal mm. lasagna, seafood specials. So it's a little bit different at night. Is it is it uh, is it a specialty restaurant? I mean, do you go the Italian route or do you go the seafood route? What what would I see most of on your menu? Um, I would say we always somehow we got hunked in the category of Louisiana contemporary. I, I'm not even 100 percent sure what that means, but we just uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we always have a lunch special and we try to incorporate lots of seafood. So I would say Ooh. we. We definitely have a lot of seafood on the menu, but I wouldn't necessarily stick us in the category of a seafood restaurant. So I don't know. We're just a well-balanced restaurant, and we like to serve food that you would cook at home. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, uh, speaking of seafood, uh, just recently I was uh, driving down the interstate, and I saw this really big billboard, <laughs> and it had your picture on there. You and Keith, your, your pictures are there, and it says, congratulations, uh, Keith and, and Neely. So what was that all about? Uh, we won. We competed um, in the Louisiana Seafood Competition uh, this past year, and we won first place. Uh, this was our second year competing in it. The first year we placed third, and then we came back the second year and won. And basically, uh, we represent Louisiana seafood for an entire year. And we go to different events, um, in-state and out-of-state, and talk and promote the importance of Louisiana seafood. Now, so you are the king and queen of seafood. Yes. <laughs> your That's majesty, awesome. Your majesty. That's I'm awesome. talking to royalty here. Oh, That's fantastic. Well, what, what did you, uh, what was the dish? What did you have to, uh, what won? What was the, uh, the uh, dish? Oh, gosh. <laughs> let, me, let me, I have to uh, backtrack in my brain. I believe we did a bronzed, um, uh, uh, what did we win with? Oh, I know what it was. It was um, a wild 
the Zalman's catfish Ooh. over, I believe it was a shrimp mock shoe. Oh, wow. With pickled <laughs> black-eyed peas and collard greens. Oh, my goodness. And we did a homemade um, tartar sauce, and we used um, the pickles that we make our own pickles at the restaurant. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, I was about to ask you, uh, selfishly ask you, uh, are, is, can you share a recipe with us today? I mean, you're the queen of seafood. <laughs> recipe well uh what recipe would you like something to know? simple i mean we we the corn makshu with the pickled no i can't go that route <laughs> I'm, I'm a guy in my kitchen <laughs> well you know um I, I could give you some pointers i would say um a lot of people they come into our restaurant and at nighttime mm-hmm. and they love our crab cakes and mm. the one thing that we do with our crab cakes is we don't deep fry them and we try to keep it as simple as possible so we really just use um fresh local crab meat mm-hmm. we put in a little bit of mayonnaise mm-hmm. we um, saute off some bell pepper and onion we add in an egg and then we just put a little bit of um italian breadcrumb and we just mix all of that together and then we just pan saute in a little bit of butter or olive oil mm-hmm. and we do that because if you pack it too much with other stuff, then it takes away from the crab meat. Yeah, right, so right. so what's holding the crab meat together then is the mayonnaise and the egg. The mayonnaise, the egg, oh. and then the breadcrumbs. Right. So you're getting mostly crab meat in that crab cake. Oh, yeah. I, I would say uh, a good 90% of the crab cake is purely crab meat. And then and then you, and then you um, lightly saute it or lightly pan fry it? Uh, yeah, we just saute it. Um, we use uh, butter, but you could definitely do olive oil. And then we just serve it over a little bit of um, coleslaw that we make here, and we add um, some ramelade sauce in the coleslaw, and then we put a little ramelade on the bottom of the plate. Oh, mm, wow. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is an appetizer, or is it an entree? It's an appetizer. Okay. Some people, um, they do get it for an entree, but... Um, Man, it's it's funny, though, because we get so many people that come in and they'll say, I just want you to know, this is the best crab cake I have ever had. So, See, my wife is saying that as we speak. I know she's listening right now, and she's, yeah, she, yeah. The, she's the uh, connoisseur of crab cakes, and that sounds like exactly like what she loves. So, oh, well, good. Well, then you need to come in and try uh, it. There you go. You know what? As a matter of fact, let's say, do you make reservations at your place? We do. We only take reservations for oh, dinner, and okay. it's just walk-in um, for lunch. But we strongly, strongly encourage reservations for dinner because we get to we fill up pretty quickly. Being the seafood king and queen, and then I was also on Chopped. So we, word has gotten around that we're pretty good. Well, we got to talk about that, too. What number do they call? Uh, you could call 985-892-4992. Uh-huh. 892-4992. Yes. And that's 985 is the area code. Yes. All right. Well, that's a short drive from Baton Rouge. I know that. And then, of course, down on the bayou, those folks as well. It's, it's, uh, I, think it's a, I think it's a destination. I think it's worse. But uh, tell Absolutely. us about Chopped. Um, well, that was, um, that was very intense. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Uh, but it was lots of fun. I met some really great um, people there. And uh, what you, really what you see is what you get. I, I would say out of all the reality TV, that truly is um realistic i mean wow. we had absolutely no idea what was going to be in the basket we really only got that amount of time uh so i, I was i was pleasantly surprised because i thought i was going to walk into something um different <laughs> right i mean like today some of the reality tv shows obviously look as if they were set up you know right yeah i i, I don't know i thought maybe we were going to get some sort of inclination of what was in the basket and they 
put us in a room, and then shortly thereafter, we were in front of Ted Allen, and he said, "Okay, open up your baskets," and it was go time. <laughs> oh, and what did you what did you cook? Oh gosh, well I had the leftover <laughs> basket, and um, I think my face gave it all away because uh, since we don't cook too too much at home, we don't often have lots of leftovers. And my husband could contest that I am not a big leftover eater, but after this show, I've actually been eating a lot more leftovers. <laughs> oh, that is funny. Now, how did you place? Um, I got all the way to the dessert round. Unfortunately, I did not win, but I... That's pretty far. It is very far. And, you know, I was the only female chef on there. I was up against three other men, um, which is a big thing in the culinary world. Mm -hmm. Um, But hopefully they'll ask me to come back and redeem myself, because I would love to do that. Well, you know, when we talk about dessert, and I I think about you, and I think about Lola, I can't help but think about that hummingbird cake. Well, and, you know, that is the dessert that I was actually able to create on Chopped. I was fortunate enough to get um, old bananas in my basket. So (laughs) from those old bananas, I turned it all into a hummingbird cake. Oh, for folks who maybe maybe don't know what that is, could you tell us what that is? Sure. Um, Well, hummingbird cake is, my recipe has um, coconut, pineapple, banana, pecans. Oh, I love that cake. Yeah, and it has um, a cream cheese icing on it, and it's, um, a lot of people say, it's kind of like a spice cake. I don't personally think it's like a spice cake, but um, that's what people compare it to. <laughs> oh, wow. We're talking to Neely Friends of Lola, and, uh, well, tell us how to get there. Uh, we go to Covington, then what? Uh, you go to Covington, uh-huh. and we are right off Boston Street. We are, are we are located on North New Hampshire. Okay. We are in the old train depot, and our kitchen is actually in the caboose of a train. <laughs> really? That's really neat. <laughs> it's a caboose of a train? Okay. So you can't miss it. We're, we're really hard to miss. All right, and you want to make reservations, right? You want to make reservations just for dinner. Please don't call and ask for reservations for lunch okay. because we are we are jammo packed during lunchtime, and we, we try to get people in and out, in and out. But dinner, we strongly recommend. And uh, once again, that number. It's 985-892-4992. Awesome. Neely, thank you so much for taking time to be with us today. We appreciate that. Oh, well, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. Great. Absolutely. Well, you'll be seeing me soon, that's for sure. (laughs) Well, good. And order the crab cakes, and I bet we'll have a piece of hummingbird cake. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Thank you, Neely. You're welcome. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That is awesome. Wow, that is okay. That is definitely a place where we have to go. So, um, uh, you know, oh, absolutely. You've been there before, right? <laughs> oh, many times. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, uh, you know, we stumbled upon it. Uh, we stumbled upon it. Uh, golly, it's been I think a few years it's okay. after Katrina because they, they started after Katrina. But we we go to lunch there quite well, often. I'll tell you what, we're gonna come right back. We're gonna keep talking seafood, huh? Absolutely. Excellent. We'll be right back. At Our Lady of Mercy Catholic School, our first and foremost goal is to get our students to heaven. Mercy students develop virtue and character as they grow academically. Our second pillar is partnership with parents, the primary educators of children. Through regular communication, we build strong relationships with parents and work with them to serve their children. The third mark is recognizing that each child has been created by God with unique gifts and talents. With individualized instruction and personalized learning, each child is empowered to reach his or her potential inside and outside the classroom. Visit olomschool.org to learn more about what we offer at Our Lady of Mercy Catholic School. 
Our sponsor of the day is Wedge Kai's Import Specialties, independent German car specialists for BMW, Mercedes-Benz, Audi, and Volkswagen. 10485 Airline Highway, 295-0744 or wkimports.com. Support for Catholic Community Radio comes from the Collision Center at Brian Harris Chevrolet. The Brian Harris Collision Center repairs all makes and models of cars and trucks. The Brian Harris Chevrolet Collision Services on Florida Boulevard. Welcome back to Around the Table. I'm David Dawson. I'm Jeff Young. And we have been talking seafood, Jeff. That's right. That's right. You know, Neely said she was on Chopped. That, that's, uh, I, I don't know if I could do that. I mean, that's... <laughs> yeah, that's some high pressure. You know, yeah, not only pressure. just the contest itself, but you're on national TV. I know. Can I you know. imagine that? I mean, I, when you think... When I, look, for me, cooking is like therapy. I go into the kitchen, I, I start relaxing immediately, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and... I just want to enjoy myself. Nobody's timing you. Nobody's timing me. So it's just so hard to even, uh, I don't know, think, you know, about being in that kind of a situation. Uh, You know, one of the questions I get a lot uh, over at CatholicFoodie.com, because I'm always posting recipes and I talk about cooking, and people kind of think, well, well, you must know what you're doing. You ever want to do like one of these uh, cooking shows, like uh, Chopped or something? I'm like, no, no no way. I can't, (laughs) I can't even imagine doing that. Yeah. Well, I t- you know, we and, and if, if you're just joining us, we were just talking to uh, Neely Friends uh, from Lola on right. the North Shore, right. and uh, she was also a participant in the in the television show Chopped. And, you know, one thing that uh, endeared me to her restaurant, I haven't gone yet. I know you have. I can't wait to go because she cooks with fresh Fresh ingredients. Uh, things, and yeah. one of them that she cooks with uh, fresh is seafood. That's right, Louisiana seafood. Not only that, uh, last year, I think it was last May, uh, her husband, Keith, uh, and, and, and she, they, they won this competition. It's uh, Louisiana Seafood Cook-Off. That's right. We were talking to royalty. That, yeah, yes. to, they're like monarchs or something, you know. It's it's awesome. <laughs> okay. Uh, but you know this this uh, Louisiana seafood for us here in Louisiana. I mean, this is so important, right? Fresh ingredients, but also local ingredients, things that, that we have on hand right here. Yeah. And uh, you know, I think we've got something somebody on the on the radio uh, on the phone right now to to join us here on the radio, uh, who knows a thing or two about Louisiana seafood. Who we got? We've got Yule Smith. He's the uh, executive director of Louisiana Seafood Promotion and Marketing Board. That sounds like the most fun job in the world. <laughs> it's, a, it's an awesome job. Yeah, I'm glad, <laughs> glad to be here. Welcome, Yule. Glad to be here. I mean, so you, do you like eat oysters every day and uh, crab? And uh, Well, I eat seafood yeah. a lot, probably three or four times a week, easy, without wow. trying. It just kind of comes with the business, for sure. What do you do on your day off? You run out and get a cheeseburger? Or? Uh, <laughs> I love a great cheeseburger for please. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you know, uh, Yule, thank you so much for being with us. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what Louisiana Seafood Promotion and Marketing Board is and what it does? Well, our, our primary focus is promoting and marketing the product, just like what you see. You know, when you see a TV ad or a billboard or a magazine ad, that's us behind the scenes driving all that. And then what you don't see is what we do at the national level at trade shows and, and food and wine events around the country with some of our better-known chefs. And then, of course, we've become experts by default uh, in a lot of crisis management, crisis communications with all the hurricanes, and we were at the forefront following Katrina and, of course, the oil spill. So, oh yeah, uh, that has that has been. Uh, but that's our that's our core. The crux of what we do is promotions and marketing now. Right. And you had mentioned the Louisiana Seafood Cookoff, and that's an event we started six years ago. And uh, Keith and Neely, you know, we, we every year we have a, we crown the winner, the king or queen, and we got two last year for the price of one, <laughs> getting those two. 
That's right. I mean, that, that's uh, is, I guess would be somewhat unusual, huh? To it have is. A, a that's married the first couple. time that's ever happened, and and we've been hosting cookoffs for ten years. We actually we started with the great. We kind of went backwards. We started with the national cookoff first, mm-hmm. uh, and that's by 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 uh, chance we ended up doing it through the uh, through NOAA, which is the National Oceanic Atmospheric Administration out of D.C. They asked us to help to produce this national event. And uh, we've always had, the, it's called the Great American Seafood Cook-Off, and you can see that on PBS yeah, and Food yeah. Network. And we started that 10 years ago. Actually, this is our 10th year coming up this summer. And um, we, what we did in the past, we had the governor actually appoint somebody. But then we started doing our own cook-offs, Louisiana Seafood Cook-Off, and we started asking other states to do the same thing. And um, it's been a great, great, great tool for us for promoting our product. And the, the chefs that win... Get so much notoriety. It takes it takes their 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 career path to a whole nother level, yeah. and and oftentimes it leads to national TV exposure, and uh, it's a win for it's a win for the chef, and it's a win for us promoting seafood, and it's a win for Louisiana and our fisheries because it just really showcases the chefs. Just you know, when you're coming out of a crisis, the chefs have helped us get the word out, right. and and we've built those relationships through these events and we love working with the chefs we get the best chefs in the world right here in, in new orleans <laughs> and across right. the state <laughs> across the whole state for that matter mm-hmm. and uh you know and this event really does endear us to them and we love doing it now you travel all over the country and you're promoting louisiana seafood with these with these uh testings what, what, are, they, what are they like uh um events that you hold where people yeah, come try the, them sample right we'll, we'll be part of events like the food and wine experience in aspen for okay. example, oh, okay. okay, you know, and and there you have, you'll have the top 100 chefs from around the entire United States or entire world, for that matter. Okay, will be at that event, and it's not about us. I mean, there there's the consumer side, which is important, but the real impact for us is we impact the other chefs that are that are big, big name chefs in other markets, and when you work with a big name chef, they influence the other chefs watch what they do. Okay. Right? And yeah, then yeah. it it has a ripple effect in getting the word out about Louisiana seafood. Mm-hmm. It's basically you're influencing the influencers. Mm. And then that's that's a very just a strategic approach on how we how we attack it and we get that, that helps us get the message out at a national level. So who gets to try it? That's what I want to know. I mean, <laughs> is it the general public or do you have like special judges with, you know, well, for, magazines for, and all, you know. For the events, for the mm-hmm. cook-offs, it's a, a, a select panel of judges. Okay. But for the for when we go to these other tr- these other events, the food and wine yeah. shows, yeah. and we have our chefs there, they're they're making product, they're making uh, Louisiana seafood samples for the uh, for the consumers. Okay. But okay. there's always a tra- we always tie in a trade element too because that's the tastings for the consumers are great and we love doing that because they get the consumers get so excited when they see us. Mm-hmm. But the business, the business part, is what really drives things. Is right. it is it seasonal? In other words, when you go somewhere, it's like okay, this is crawfish season, Absolutely. right? So you're concentrating on crawfish now, and then later on, maybe uh, blue claw crabs or something like that, you right? You got it. Okay. I mean, and, and that's and that's and your better known chefs, your better your better restaurants, you know, they they're always doing what's fresh, what's yeah, in season, right. and that and as a foodie show, I mean, that's what that's what the foodies want. Sure. And, <laughs> and and that's what we try to that's how we try to market the product. And you know, from a from a consumer standpoint, one of the things that I've noticed, I, I've I've gone uh, many times, uh, especially recently, 
uh, for various reasons, to uh, your website, louisianaseafood.com. Mm-hmm. And you, you actually have a series of websites, and it provides for a wealth of information on Louisiana seafood. you got recipes. you got all kind of stuff. I mean, that's it's a it's a thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank yeah. you, first of all, for doing that. What all what all do you have available on uh, on your website? Well, the, 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 the main site, LouisianaSeafood.com, has been our, our staple site that we started years ago. And that site has all the recipes, which is what you just talked about, which is what most people will go to the site for. They can meet some of the fishermen, learn a little bit about the fishermen. And, of course, the other thing that's important is if you're looking for a place to go buy the seafood. Mm. And there's three ways. You, there's three portals for that within the website. One will bring you, if you're a buyer, it'll bring you to the the, the trade aspect. But for the people listening to your show, uh, it'll tell you how to either go to a retail location or it will tell you how to go to a dock. Okay. Now, suppose somebody gets on your website and they're from uh, Montana. <laughs> well, they'll have to find they'll have to find a retailer like a, like a like a Tony Seafood, yeah, which is yeah. Baton Rouge, or mm-hmm. even Rouse's Ships. I mean, yeah. you, all you, 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 a lot of the retails are geared to ship. I mean, Fisherman's Cove in Kenner, they yeah, ship. Yeah, right, There's right. different groups that do ship, and they can ship seafood, so they can find those people that will ship. Okay, so they get a pound of Louisiana crawfish, mm-hmm. and they say, okay, I'm going to cook it the Louisiana way. They're going to get the recipe on the site, and this is Louisiana cooking, right? That's correct. Okay. Yeah, that is correct. And then we have we also have another news. We have another site. If you just want to see what the news is of Louisiana seafood, it's mm-hmm. called LouisianaSeafoodNews.com. Okay. And we always telling stories about what's going on in the industry, and and we feed that site certainly to the media, pays attention to that site, and the other people that pay attention to the site or uh, legislators in D.C. because they want to understand what's going on down here, and our own legislators in our own site state. And uh, and the other thing people can tune into is our Facebook page, man. We, we're getting ready to break thirty-one thousand people. Wow, oh, wow, that's and, a lot of likes. Yeah, and, and you know, it's not just have it's not just that we have a lot of likes. We have likes that are very, very active. Uh-huh. Uh, we might post a picture of crawfish, and within two hours, we might have six hundred likes. <laughs> I bet wow. it is. And that's a lot for a small community of just thirty thousand people. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. And we'll have hundreds of shares too, you know, for each yeah. one. I mean, so. So that's kind of fun to see uh, a group, you know, and obviously a lot of that's foodies. There's no question about that. Yeah, there you go. Well, I tell you, you know, uh, recently uh, with with crawfish season, you know, uh, in full bloom, and uh, actually, I was get, I was writing an article uh, uh, for Easter, you know, getting ready for Easter because that's always I always have to order my crawfish like a week in advance, you know, mm. make sure I have a sack ready. And uh, I went and looking at that news site, at your news site, and uh, fantastic articles about the 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 whole process of. Um, how they uh, raise crawfish okay. and in the rice fields and and everything. So, I mean, there's a lot of information there that that I mean, I, some stuff I never knew. Okay, so I'm looking for recipes. I'm going to go to LouisianaSeafood.com. That's that simple. LouisianaSeafood.com. Mm-hmm. All right, and then the Facebook page is. Uh, just go to just look up Louisiana Seafood Promotion and Marketing Board. Uh huh. Wow. That's right. Right. And uh, that the direct the direct uh, URL I pulled it up just now is Facebook.com/slash Louisiana Seafood. Yep. And that should bring you right to yep. it. Pretty and, simple. Uh, and I'm happy to say I I was one of those, or I am one of those 30,998 likers. 
And you're about to have 99. We're getting so. close. I mean, I haven't looked at it today, but uh, I looked at it last night like, wow, we're about ready to hit top 31. Yep. Well, I'm going to be on that number. I'm going to join on, too. That's, Fantastic. I, I didn't know about that, but that is uh, very good. And then also, uh, can I have your job when you're through? Because that really does yeah. sound like a blast. Well, you see in the glamorous part of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. There's another side. That's, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's a tough industry, I'll tell you that. But it's But you know what? The people in this business, they love what they do. Mm-hmm. And we love what we do, and you know you respect that, and you and you're willing to do all the things to help them, because it's so important uh, to our fishermen, and it's so important to the uh, to our state for sure. Great. Well, you will thank you so much for uh, joining us today. It's uh, it a pleasure. Oh, thank you. I appreciate the time. Thank Great. you so much. Take care. Bye bye. Now, awesome. <laughs> you know, speaking of seafood, we were talking recipes and everything. You've got one. I do, I, I do. I mean, it'll probably be kind of a quick one, but, uh, you know, what's I it? I do. It, it is a quick one. You know, uh, and I couldn't, I can't help but think about this. We got uh, uh, Jazz Fest coming up. You know, Jazz yeah. Fest, a big, big festival here in, in, in New Orleans uh, every year. And one of the, the signature dishes, right, of Jazz Fest is crawfish monica. I and, know uh, about that. Oh, yeah. I've had that, too. Oh, it's And you good. got the recipe? Well, I mean, nobody's yeah. got the recipe, do they? Well, the guy who actually started it, you know, came up with it uh-huh. does. But this is uh, sort of based on something that, that Emerald put together. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, you can find it over at catholicfoodie.com. This is what you're going to need. You're going to need uh, Wait, 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 because I did have a complaint already about uh-oh. our food show. Uh-oh. They said I couldn't pull over and get a pencil out. So we got to tell them it's catholicfoodie.com. Right, catholicfoodie. You got the recipe there? Yep. It's okay, there. go ahead. Uh, can't wait well, and make sure it's Catholic Foodie with a with an I E at the end, right? Catholic oh, Foodie F O O D I E. CatholicFoodie.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, here, here's the restaurant. Here's what you need: the, the ingredients. You need a pound of linguine or fettuccine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need two tablespoons of extra virgin olive oil, a stick of butter, uh, two sweet yellow onions chopped, five or six cloves of garlic crushed, two teaspoons of Cajun or Creole seasoning like uh, Conrico or Tony Sacheries or Slap Your Mama or something like that. Okay, so so far you got onion and garlic. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking of the veggies that you oh, got. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The rest yeah. is all killer. Yeah, go oh, ahead. All, oh, yeah. Okay. And then uh, kosher salt. I use kosher salt. Mm-hmm. I need about half, uh, half a teaspoon of that, a quarter teaspoon of cayenne, a quarter cup of dry white wine. Okay. Uh, two cups two cups of heavy cream, because this is healthy, right? Yeah. Healthy. Yeah, I hear you. Two, two cups of heavy cream. Okay. A tablespoon of fresh lemon juice, uh, one pound of crawfish tails, Louisiana crawfish tails. Of course. Uh, half a cup of chopped green onions and half a cup of chopped parsley leaves, and then a cup of grated Parmesan. Okay, and, so you uh, saute in the veggies. Well, we're gonna get we're, first. We're gonna do the the pasta. Oh, oh we wanna, you wanna cook the cook, pasta. Cook first. the pasta. Yeah. We want to boil that and in, in salted water right until it's al dente. Mm-hmm. Uh, just drain that. Reserve some of the water, about a quarter cup to half a cup of the of the cooking liquid. There. Mm-hmm. Return the pasta to the pot. Toss with the olive oil and a quarter cup of the reserved cooking liquid. Uh, cover to keep that warm. Mm-hmm. Then in a large saute pan or skillet, melt the butter over medium-high heat. Add the onions. Cook, stirring, salt until soft, about five minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, then add the garlic, add the Cajun seasoning, the salt, the cayenne, and cook, stirring for one minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you add the white wine. Cook mm-hmm. over medium, uh, cook over high heat until it nearly all eva- is evaporated. Mm-hmm. Uh, add the cream, the lemon juice, and cook, stirring occasionally until slightly reduced. Then the crawfish tails go in. You cook that, stirring to warm them through, okay? And then uh, the onions and the, the parsley, you add that in there, the green onions, that, that is, and the parsley. Cook for about a minute. Add the cooked pasta, toss to coat, and uh, you're pretty much good oh, to go. Oh, that's that pretty point. simple. All right. Good stuff. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk to... Susan Whalen. All right. We'll be right back. 
Catholic Art and Gifts is proud to support Catholic Community Radio. They are located at 6184 Florida Boulevard between Ardenwood and Marquette. Catholic Art and Gifts has religious articles and gifts for the clergy and the laity, including Bibles, books, and music for worship and devotion for all occasions, such as First Communion, Baptism, and Confirmation. Catholic Art and Gifts, 926-1216, or on the web at zieglers.com. Green Seasons, Landscaping, Lawn Maintenance, and Pest Control. Proud to support Catholic Radio in Southeast Louisiana. Green Seasons is a local Catholic family-owned business. Online at greenseasons.us. Doctors James Bear and Jacob Henderson of Central Dental Care would like to thank Catholic Community Radio for fighting truth decay in Central and the Baton Rouge areas. Central Dental Care, 261-6645 or centraldentalcare.com. Macid O'Lind is a locally owned group benefits agency serving Gulf Coast area businesses with services such as major medical, retirement, and supplemental benefits packages. Macid O'Lind is a proud supporter of Catholic Community Radio. Macid O'Lind, 866-237-7723. That's 866-237-7723. Online at info at macidolind.com. Citizens Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of Catholic Community Radio. Citizens Bank and Trust, online at citizensbankandtrust.com. That's citizensbankandtrust.com. Welcome back to Around the Table. I'm David Dawson. And I'm Jeff Young. And we have been talking about uh, seafood this show. That's right, Louisiana seafood. Indeed. And uh, boy, my mouth is watering, and I know what I'm going to be having this weekend at least once or twice. <laughs> Golly. And, and we, 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 we're, we're talking about uh, Lola Restaurant. We've been talking right. about that. We were talking about Chopped. And then we were talking, of course, uh, to the Louisiana Seafood Promotions Board about right. all the different seafood. Holy That's right. Cow. So in case you're just joining us, and if you are just joining us for the first time today, uh, what you're listening to is a food show. But uh, hey, we, we come to it from, from, from our point of view, huh? That's right. Uh, yeah. You know, food is just so important, I think, to, uh, well, to us. Is we have to eat, right? Yep. We have to eat. But also relationally, communally, it, it's uh, part of family life. It's part of our, our life with, uh, with the church. It's part of just, uh, I mean, goodness, especially down here. Everything yep. we do seems to revolve around food. Yeah, I know. That's who we are. So uh, now, who do we have today? Uh, well, today we got uh, Susan Whalen is going to join us uh, in just a moment. You know, I, I actually had her on. I interviewed her, golly, it's been uh, probably a, a couple of years ago now uh, on the Catholic Foodie Podcast. It was around Christmas time, and we talked about uh, this tradition that we have down here called the uh, Revion, Revion dinners. Yeah. And uh, so let's let's bring Susan on, and uh, we'll we'll uh, maybe get to talk about that for a moment before we jump into the French Quarter Fest. Uh, hey, Susan, you there? I am. How are you? Fine, except for Jeff now has to explain to me. I know the name Revion, a Revion dinner, but you got to explain to me what one is. Revion means awakening. And okay. it was the dinner that they had after um, Christmas Mass, traditionally. Mm-hmm. But in New Orleans, we've turned it into a tradition where it becomes any um, fancy three- or four-course meal that's offered by a restaurant. It okay. really is a um, 
a citywide effort to have um, traditional, mostly Creole um, or New Orleans-style dishes um, offered by restaurants. It's a set menu, um, you know, very much like if you went to a wine dinner or something else. It's a pre-fixed menu okay. um, that restaurants do. So right. it, it, only during – it usually starts around um, – Thanksgiving, some of them start as early as Thanksgiving mm-hmm. or December 1st, and it runs through, um, you know, Christmas or sometimes restaurants will have it through New Year's. Okay, so the origins, though, were a big meal after Mass? Is that what you were telling me? Yeah. After Midnight Mass. Okay. Right, cause, um, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, you, you know, we had uh, before, let's see, before Vatican II, mm-hmm. uh, even before that, there were, there were some, uh, uh, before the changes that kind of relaxed the, the fasting before Mass. Yeah. I mean, that's why it, there was no vigil. I mean, we, we had no vigil masses, okay. right? And except for these big ones like Christmas and, and, and Easter. But there was no 4 o'clock mass or, or whatever on Saturdays mm-hmm. for a long time. So, uh, you know, if you're going to go to midnight mass and you can't eat for like several hours, mm-hmm. when you get done, you're going to be hungry. And yeah. so used to be the, they, they would, you know, it's Christmas, you want to celebrate, and people would, uh, families would prepare these big dinners, and uh, they wouldn't get to enjoy them until after mass. And so around 2 o'clock in the morning... <laughs> They're feasting and celebrating, having a good time, and then they get to sleep it off the next day. <laughs> uh, but but that all changed. And that was the Revillon Right. That was dinner. just a traditional kind of, a, I guess, I mean, okay. it's a French term, so it must come from the, the Creole or the, the French uh, right. uh, background. And, uh, and, and that was just a tradition. It kind of fell into disuse because it, what was the point? If you right. now, and we only had to fast for an hour before Mass, I mean, you can go and have a dinner and still go to Mass and... No, it's no big deal. I like the new tradition. I mean, that's that's fun too. Right, yeah, right. It's very fun. Yeah. So that was, uh, you know, uh, Susan, you and I, we we spoke, uh, I guess, a couple of years ago now. It's hard to believe it's been that long. But we talked about Revion, and that was just uh, a, a fantastic conversation. And I learned a lot from you about that. But we still are a few months away from uh, Christmas. So uh, what I want to ask you about is French Quarter Fest. How was that? French Quarter Fest was great. Um, they actually had... Nice weather after the rains on Thursday. <laughs> um, Thursday evening was beautiful. Friday was beautiful. Saturday, they set a record for single-day attendance. Um, Sunday, after the rain in the morning, the whole day was really nice. Um, I went Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It was great. Oh, I really wow. enjoyed the festival this year. Well, I, I was down there on Friday, and I, I'm I'm sorry I didn't see you. There were a few a few thousand. <laughs> there were a few other people there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a few a few thousand uh, uh, people, or more than a few thousand people there. Uh, but you know, it, it's a it's a joy. I love music. I love jazz. I love that tradition, and I love really just the the, the French Quarter itself. I mean, I think sometimes in in national media it kind of gets a bad rap. You know, you hear about oh, yeah, yeah. shootings and right. whatever. You know, right. but. Uh, uh, but this is a tradition. This, this is beautiful. It's mm. beautiful. It's old. It's got a lot of history to it. It's just a. It's a fantastic historical place, and and I love the fact that uh, these restaurants come come together and musicians come together and it's kind of supporting uh, our local music scene and it's also supporting the French Quarter itself and uh, that's all fantastic. But the the fact is this for me. Mm. Um, here I am, the Catholic foodie, right? And mm. so what's the first thing on my mind when I'm going yeah, down where there? where did you eat and what did you eat? That's what I want to know. I'm, I'm thinking about uh, the, the food down yeah, there. So yeah. uh, I know, Susan, that you are uh, a big foodie as well. Uh, what are some of the, the things that you got to try um, over the weekend? 
Well, the first thing that I always eat is the crawfish and goat cheese crepes from oh, Muriel's. Wow. Um, which is in Jackson Square, right outside of Muriel's. That's really my favorite mm-hmm. dish. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have that every single year. Um, let's see. I always have the fish tacos from GW Finn's. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm also a fan of the Krispy Kreme bread pudding from Bouchery. <laughs> wow. That's one of my festival favorites because I don't get to that restaurant as often as I'd like. Um, and they always have it at French Quarter Fest. Right. Um, the Couchon Delay from Love at First Bite, which they also have at Jazz Fest. Okay. Um, that's yeah. a festival favorite. I like that a lot. Um, this year, I also tried the Debris po'boy from restaurant revolution oh yeah um it had it was debris and truffle slaw it was very good all right let's describe because you know there's a lot of folks who don't know what debris is because they're listening online and they're like in wyoming what is debris y'all it's essentially roast beef Mm -hmm. um and theirs was very um traditional like the small bits of roast beef with some of the vegetables, like it definitely has some carrots and other things in it. So like it's, it's you, like what's going to be in the bottom of the pot of a pot roast, right? Right, right, right. exactly. Yeah. Okay. And, oh a lot of, and a lot of uh, aju. Yeah, a lot yeah. of gravy in there. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. it was definitely messy. Yeah. It was delicious. The travel <laughs> slaw, it was, it was very good. A good po' boy is when it's running down your elbows, right? That's, that's I mean, right. You know. but now, now, wait a minute. Uh, you're describing all this. You obviously went more than one day, right? You didn't pack yes, all this Yes, I went down. three days. Okay, so, good. Um, yeah. <laughs> wow. I was going to be really impressed here with your, uh, <laughs> uh, I can eat a lot at a festival. Trust me. <laughs> well, of course, you know, you're out in the hot sun. I mean, you know, it's, you know, you, you gotta eat. Wow. Yeah. And actually, you know, sometimes I take advantage of some of the other French quarter businesses and stop in. Yeah. Like I love to go to El Gato Negro and get margaritas oh, yeah. during oh, yeah. French quarter fest. Okay. It's one of my favorite things. And then what, also what, what kind wine. did you get? Um, I got the Satsuma lime. Oh, wow. yeah. My, uh, we, you know, we love El Gato Negro and, and my wife had to go in to get one. She got the, I think it was, a, it was cucumber cilantro. Is that right? Pineapple cilantro. Or pineapple cilantro. Yeah. That's what it was. That's, that's in a, a good one too. Okay. Yeah. That's really cilantro good. Cilantro in a margarita. Oh, oh okay. yeah. Oh, okay. cilantro is good stuff. Wow. Oh yeah. Right. And so, then I also, um, stopped in St. Lawrence. Um, I actually stopped in there more than once. Um, and they have a Pimm's Cup daiquiri huh. with all fresh juices. That's oh, wow. really good. So okay, now, well. y'all, can you explain to me what a Pimm's Cup is? Um, a Pimm's Cup is, Pimm's is a gin-based liqueur. Okay. Um, it's sort of a weird fruit flavor. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know how you could possibly describe it, but the <laughs> Pimm's Cup has Pimm's, and then it typically has some combination of lemonade, ginger ale, Seven Up or Sprite. Mm-hmm. Um, it depends on the recipe as to which it. So contains. it's sort of a sweet, refreshing drink. It, it's mm-hmm. a very refreshing drink, and then it also has cucumber in it. Okay. So um, it's garnished cucumber. with a cucumber. Sometimes okay. Pims makes it. They'll put strawberries in it. They'll put oranges in it. It really depends on the company or the bartender, the mixologist, um, how they make it. Mm-hmm. So, wow. That's intriguing. Wow. And see, that's it's, a, it's perfect for Louisiana leather, yeah, weather yeah. because it's light and refreshing. It's that's not right. a very potent drink. Um, that's right. And, you know, that, and we had the weather. Goodness gracious. I mean, Saturday was like, um, it, was it was gorgeous. I mean, I, I wasn't there on Saturday. I, I unfortunately had to, to, to stay home. But uh, Friday was fantastic. Uh, Saturday was fantastic. There was several things that I really wanted to try. 
uh, this year at the French Quarter Fest. And one of them, and I, there were some on my list. I ended up stumbling over these things and never realized it. Uh, didn't plan on this, but uh, for instance, Galatoire's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tried. This is the first time I've ever had this. It was a fried shrimp BLT po' boy. Oh, you know, they gosh. served that also last year at um, the, it must have been the Louisiana Seafood Festival. I have a very nice photo of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's one of their festival specialties. Fried well, I, shrimp, I walked bacon, away. lettuce, and tomato. Yeah, right? I walked away and I, I came to two conclusions. First of all, uh, I have got to go to Galatoire's and have one of these, like a whole one. It's right? already uh-huh. on the menu. Right. I mean, it's. Oh, yeah. okay. I don't know. I don't know. I, it, I I hope so. Yeah, yeah. But the second thing is that from now on, anytime I do fried uh, seafood, mm. I'm gonna have to have bacon in there somehow. <laughs> I mean, it just it just it goes so well. It just goes so well. It was great. What else did you try that you enjoyed? Well, you, Dreamy Weenies. We actually did try that. I know we talked about that did on the show last week. Did you get that Gin Chili dog that we talked about yeah, last week? Yeah, I had Gin Chili. Uh, we gin actually, chili. Here's, a, here's the thing. What I did, Susan, I had my five, my, well, we were a family of five, my three kids and my wife and myself. And so what we did is we just ordered a bunch of stuff and we just shared. You know? Ah, there you Perfect. go. And so we get to, we can try so many different things that we couldn't do, you know, our own. And uh, the hot dogs were a good example. We got one of each. Uh, we had the um, uh, the Satchmo dog with the red beans and rice on top, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, golly, that was good. I, I was I was kind of scared. I didn't know. I mean, I kind of thought eh, this is a little weird, you know, red beans and rice on a on a hot dog. But it works. It, works. it really works. And go. then uh, the gin chili dog. I'm telling you, not only was it a delicious hot dog, I think it was the best hot dog I've ever had in my okay. life. Really. This chili wow. was from scratch. I mean, it was just, uh, they knocked it out of the park. They really did. That's fantastic. Now, you are into social media, and you tie it in with food. Am I getting this right? Um, the food is more a personal interest, although I have worked with some restaurants, and I did um, a little bit of work with Nalfi, Um a couple years ago, but the food is more personal interest, but I do social media okay. for a living. And Nalfi is the New Orleans wine and, wine and food, food experience. Wine and food experience. Okay. Which is a daily thing down here, right? I mean, it's, yeah. <laughs> it does sound redundant. But we celebrate it for one week. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, we, well, that's the thing. And, and Dave Dave doesn't know this, but uh, the way that, that Susan and I got to know each other was through Twitter. You know, she has uh, her, her Twitter handle, right, is Nola Maven. <laughs> Nola Maven. And so first, two things really struck me when I first uh, came across that, that Twitter handle. First of all, it's Nola, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. I love that and wanted to, to find out more. And then I started looking at the things that she was posting, and it looked like something that I would post. I mean, it was pictures of food. It was uh, describing, like, where she was going out to eat and all this kind of stuff. Pictures of cocktails. I'm like, I like this. Who yeah. is this person, you know? So that's how we kind of connected. And I'm telling you, uh, Susan, I've, I've said this to people more than once. You definitely have your finger on the pulse of what's going on in the food scene in New Orleans. Ah. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> so so, so if, if somebody was to go to her, what do you got, a Facebook page or something like that? Is there something we could check out to see? Um, I don't personally have a blog okay. or a Facebook page. People do ask me for personal recommendations ah. um, via Twitter yeah. on a regular basis, but I would send people to visit New Orleans. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. really the best place to get information. Visit New Orleans? Visit New Orleans. Dot com or what? What is it? Um, well, it's neworleansonline.com, but uh-huh. if you look on Facebook, it's Visit New Orleans, and on Twitter, it's also Visit New Orleans. All right. You're going to get the best information there, I promise. Perfect. Well, Susan, thank you so much for joining us today. It was uh, was a pleasure. You're welcome. Take care.
Bye. Y'all have a great day. All you right. too. Thanks. All right. Man, that sounds like fun too, huh? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it's you know, and it is. It's it, for someone who's engaged in social media, for somebody who's uh, on Facebook, on Twitter, kind of on you know. Yeah. All the time. I mean, I'm, I've got my iPhone with me. I'm kind of always connected. So, you know, you, you strike up these conversations with people, uh, sometimes in your own town, sometimes mm-hmm. across the, the country or across the world. And over time, you get to know these people, you know, and you get yeah. to be, you really are friends. And I'm just really impressed. Well, she, you she knows food. And we, got, we have guests that are going to be coming up. Uh, we're really excited about. Uh, oh, yeah. We got a lot to cover, you know, we because do. we are in South Louisiana. And, uh, you know, you, you're going to hear a great deal about uh, our, our food and our culture and our Catholic faith, right? That's right. Once again, thanks for joining us. That's right. (laughs) And uh, we'll be back next weekend. And we'll see you then. Take care. God bless.